Good morning. I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus. This is Pastor Gerard Grunewaldje speaking to you, sharing the word with you. The theme of my message will be speak life over the deadened situation. Ezekiel 37 from verse 1 says, The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he carried me out, and he carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about and behold there were many in the open valley and lo they were very very dry and he said unto me son of man can these bones live and I answered O Lord God you know and he said to me prophesy upon these bones and say to them O dry bones hear the word of the Lord thus says the Lord God unto these bones behold I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live and I will lay sinews upon you and you will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord so I prophesy as I was commanded and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, bones to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them both, but there was no breath in them. He said unto me, Prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say unto the wind, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon this land and that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up on their feet, an exceeding great army. It's amazing for us to realize the command here in, in Ezekiel 37 says, prophesy, and the word is coming to us, prophesy. Prophesy over dead bones. Bones in symbolic of the promises. Your promises may seem to be dry and dead, but there is life. They said their hope was lost. Many times people say, my hope is lost. You open the grace by prophesying. Life and spirit over them. God's word is spirit and in life. Is spirit and in life. Prophesy over that the dead end situation is not over until God says it's over. Luke 1 verse 37 says, No word from God is without power or impossible of fulfillment. You need to prophesy over your promise. It's not over until God says it's over. Now in the book of John chapter 11, we, we read about Jesus and, and Lazarus. And it's amazing here in verse 14, um, John 11 verse 14, the word of God says, yes, so beautiful. Jesus said unto her, said I not unto you that if you believe you should see the glory of God it's amazing then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said father I thank you 
that, that you have heard me. And I knew that you hear me always, but because of the people which stand by, I said it that they would believe that you have sent me. And when he does, has spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he was dead, came forth, bound hand and foot with grave cloths, and his face was bound with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. It's amazing this encounter with, uh, with uh, Martha and Mary and Lazarus. When we believe, we will see the glory of God. Jesus stood at the grave of Lazarus and he, and he speak a word. He was prophesying and said, You come forth now in the name of Jesus. You come forth now in the name of Jesus. And the time is here to speak the promise into fulfillment. Ephesians 3 verse 20 says that God is able that every earthly blessing will come to us in abundance. It's amazing what Ephesians 3 verse 20 says. God is able to do superabundantly more than we can think or ask or dream or imagine according to his power that is working within us. His power is working in us when we believe the word. And the other scripture that I mentioned was in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. God is able that every earthly blessing will come to us in abundance. To prophesy, you need to be God's mouthpiece. Jeremiah 15 verse 9 says, When you give up your mistaken tone of distrust and despair and unwarranted suspicion, you will be my mouthpiece. When you separate the precious from the vow, when we get rid of suspicion, we will be God's mouthpiece. It's amazing. We will be God's mouthpiece when we separate the precious from the vow. What comes from God and what is the lies of the enemy. And we cleanse our own heart from unwarranted suspicion concerning God's faithfulness. God remains faithful according to Romans 3 verse 3 and 4. Hear the word of God's mouth. Be the prophet of your own life. Be the prophet of your own life. It's amazing what when God called Jeremiah, what God reveals there in the first chapter, verse 7, Jeremiah 1, when God called Jeremiah, he said, I call you while you were still in the womb. Before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. And before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified you. And I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. God wants us to become the prophet of our own lives. Then I said, Ah, oh Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for you shall go to all that I shall send you, and whosoever I command you, you shall speak. Be not afraid of the faces. But I will, but, but I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. God says, whatever he commanded, 
we will speak. Come, let us change the situation and the atmosphere by speaking and prophesying the word over it. In the name of Jesus. Hebrews 3, chapter 3, verse 1 says, Consider Jesus, who you confess, who is the high priest of your profession, who is the high priest of your confession of words of faith. Every word that you speak will become seed. And Jesus is the high priest. He received that confession of words of faith. And he bring it to pass. Jesus is responsible to bring those words of faith spoken by us to pass. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 5 says that we are enriched in full power. In full power and readiness of speech. We must proclaim the word so that God can be in So that God can enrich our words with his anointing. It's amazing. Today, silence the, the volume of circumstances. Receive the word. Speak the word in every situation. Matthew 12, verse 34 and 35 says, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The word must be in your heart. Um, allow the word to dwell richly in you in the name of Jesus. God wants us to allow the word to dwell in us richly. Proverbs 4 verse 20-22 The words in us will determine, determine the words in our mouth will determine whether we will have success or failure. Proverbs 4 Proverbs 4 verse 20 and 21 and 22 says here, My son, attend to my words, incline your ears to my saying. 